is a conversation to bridge the gap between men and women. So stay tuned. Let's get right into it. Good morning. Oh, oh my God. Wow. Three different uh, energies this morning. Nice. Yeah. How are we doing today, guys? Fantastic. How are you? Excellent. Good. I hope you guys have your questions ready. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, we do. <laughs> do you have yours? Yeah, of course I do. I'm a woman. I always have everything oh. ready. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, we're starting off on the right foot. Yes, we are. I like this. So, you guys want to introduce what this whole thing is about? So, I came up with the genius, well, we came up with the genius idea mm -hmm. of doing men versus women, asking different questions about why, what, how, where, all kinds of things, just related to the male and female specimen. And we might be able to clear the way for some things. And I don't know. I guess the goal of this out. is to just try to understand the opposite gender yeah. as best as we can. Yeah, and I want to find out something new too. Mm, you know? Me too. That's I don't. I don't want to be ignorant. We won't do that. I, the three of us are coming with such pure intentions that I think this is different than any other type of men versus women episode that's ever been out there. It's coming from a place of really wanting to understand one another and to co-create and to be able to help others understand each other as well. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. I good? agree. Perfect. Sound good. We all have our coffee. Mm -hmm. okay. Cheers. Let me make sure this guy, do you, do you want to turn down your, what is that record player in the background? Is it that loud? It's pretty loud. It. You can? She yeah. heard it. It's oh. Yeah. Pretty... It's like very faint in the background. Yeah, I can turn that down. No worries. It's like driving me crazy. I feel like I I'm in an asylum. I actually thought it was like some sort of azan or something playing in the background because it felt so faint, and I was like, "Oh, okay. Why not? Why not?" I have not? all these. I have all these voices playing in my head. What am I going to do? Yes, when I was editing the video yesterday, I was cracking up. There's so many parts in there that I'm actually going to create a reel by itself of just like the funny moments because it deserves a whole different post alone. No, I feel that heavy. Perfect. <laughs> yeah, I love those moments. Anyways. How do you guys want to begin this? Well, I, uh, <clears throat> well, the question for me for the day is, I think this is kind of spark up more general conversation, mm -hmm. but I was talking to Zaid and I'm like, ah, why just why, you know, why do women complain about things that seemingly in our eyes have immediate solutions is overthinking a part of your nature. So I have the same question towards women. I'm okay. actually on your side, which is really interesting. And this is why this episode is going to be very different because I'm, I'm going to explain from my perspective based off of the work that I've done on myself and things that I'm working with other women on as well. But I have seen in the past, I did have this need to be validated and needing to complain in order for somebody else to hear me, to see me, to feel me. Mm -hmm. So far, so good? Perfect. Yep. Okay. So once I started to realize that there was a need within me that needs to be validated, I realized it's something that I have to go back and figure out why do I need to be validated in order to be heard. And I think that there is also a player where male play in this whole game of sometimes males, they don't want to sit down and hear things and they just instantly shut women off. So women just constantly are holding on to this backpack of, what ends up becoming complaining because sometimes it doesn't start that way sometimes it's something little of like hey you know this is bothering me 
and the guy just hugs her. They go about their day, whatever, all is well. But they're not actually going down to on this journey together to figure out what's actually behind this whole problem. So it ends up kind of accumulate, uh, um, um, creating just like this, seriously, like a, a baggage of emotions and feelings of something that was not dealt with from the beginning. So I think there's two sides to it. I think that women need to do a better job at communicating directly to men of what is bothering them because I think, and you can speak on this from your perspective, I think men need direct communication. And us women, sometimes we think that we're just moping around or we're crying or we just like need help, <clears throat> that the hugs and, and, and the cuddles and all that stuff is going to help us, which it does, but it doesn't really actually create a solution to the problem. So it be, it, like Zaid said from a long time ago when we did a podcast, it takes two to tango. Mm, yeah. So woman, if you have a problem, if you have an issue, if you need to communicate something, go to that person, communicate it directly of your needs. What is it that you need? And then figure out within yourself, why are you also dragging on this baggage? If you have good, clear communication, yet you still feel like you're not being heard or you're, you need to be validated, then that's something within yourself. There's still a missing piece within yourself that you have not solved and you're looking for it in the other person. Mm -hmm. This is so funny. I think, I don't know if I consider this a synchronicity, but mm -hmm. this is exactly what I'm dealing with when it comes to my own relationship. I think as, I don't know where it necessarily stems from. Maybe, you know, uh, maybe my father's passing and how I reacted to that. Maybe just being a man naturally I don't feel the need to always communicate and talk about like almost every single little detail. Mm -hmm. um, so that has prevented me from growing with my significant other. And it's, it's definitely a learning process because you have to communicate at a higher level than you're used to, mm -hmm. especially in an intimate relationship. So mm -hmm. I don't know where you stand on that. Um, I mean, <clears throat> I can see that. But I think it's uh, it, it probably does have something to do with, well, depending on the experience too, because not all men are gonna, it's all about the receiver as well. Mm -hmm. You get me? So something in communication needs to be, we, we need to test ourselves, I think, in a sense, to find out like what level we truly sit at in communication. You can't just think you're good at communication because what if you're actually lacking something and you don't know it? Yeah. You get me? So then you're just truly ruining, ruining a relationship because one is just better at communicating than the other somehow. Um, well, but the way that you'll know you're a good communicator is by the results, right? <clears throat> if you are not able to transcend from a problem, then there's a problem again within yourself. And that's what I love about the three of us is we're very self-reflective. So Zaid's being very transparent of like, this is a challenge that I'm dealing with right now in my own relationship. And it probably has a lot to do with my past, with my father passing. So he's doing the self-reflective and he's not just pinpointing it on his significant other. He's also going back and doing the work to figure it out. But the question is, is are you also communicating this to your significant other? about your past and all this stuff and the things that you're trying to figure out or are you doing it in the dark between yourself well that's exactly i think the most important thing because that's that's how it even came up in the first place just mm. talking with one another and i think a lot of people in relationships don't give themselves that space to talk about it 
Um, and that's where really the foundation of the relationship begins to break down, if there even is a foundation. Because a lot of people don't have a foundation at all. It's just purely like on lust, um, what, notoriety, fame, anything like that. So, yeah, I mean, you can go in multiple different directions, but. Yeah. What do you think, Sayin? I'm uh, thinking. Yeah, I'm, I'm thinking because. I'm thinking on behalf of the man side, right? Mm -hmm. I think we, we prefer to do it in the dark, right? If you wanted to, because if for us, it's more about presenting the best self. Sometimes you attack yourself so much to the point where you're like, no, I can't, like I'm not worthy of that yet. Mm -hmm. So therefore I shouldn't be in a relationship. So you destroy things even further. So there's also like, I feel like support from the other side is important from, from women, right? But it's also the, the fear is that it'll backfire, mm. always. That's always the man's fear, I believe, especially in today's society, mm -hmm. is that it's gonna backfire on you. Why the hell should I open up mm. to begin with, right? Like, don't ever be vulnerable to anyone. Don't trust anyone, not even yourself, you know? How, how would that backfire? So if we played a scenario of let's say you going to your partner and you telling her of what is bothering you and you guys are having this open communication and you saying that there's still a fear in the back of my head that it might backfire. What does that sound like? I don't think it would backfire with a good woman. Mm. With a bad woman, I think it will quote unquote bad An unhealthy woman. I think it would, um, which is why I'm like, now I'm especially big on communication. Like if I want to tell um, my girl that I don't want to talk right now, that's communication in and of itself that okay. I don't want to speak right now. Yeah. And when I'm ready, I will come to you. Yeah. So it's circumventing all of the other BS and just getting straight to the point. Yeah. Instead of, you know, having to go through an argument or uh, something of that nature. Yeah. I, I mean, think what would be really helpful if women specifically respected when a man said that I don't want to talk right now. Because I definitely think that there are moments in the past in my life where I still was trying to figure myself out where I'm like, no, we have to talk about this right now. Like if we're not talking about this right now, and I'm not even talking about romantic relationships, just even with my brothers, friends, my dad, um, <clears throat> I'd be like, no, we need to figure this out right now. And it was because of a fear of, um, again, not being heard not being heard and being ignored and, and me having to suppress myself, which honestly, in the Middle Eastern culture, a lot of women are suppressed and they're not able to speak and open up their throats. So for me, that's something that carried in my lineage. And I said, nope, it's stopping right here. Like, I'm not going to go about it this way. And I'm hmm. breaking that generational um, challenge. I don't like to call it a curse. I feel like that's just like overboard. A generational challenge. We're going to go with that. Uh, but it wasn't up until I started to do my actual inner work where I realized there's still that that specific energy within me that is feeling lack in me needing to force the other person to solve this problem with me when in reality I need to come at it actually from a place of balance because if I'm meeting my other person from a place of balance, how are they going to meet me as well? Aren't they going to mm -hmm. match my energy? And if I come in angry... How are they going to match my energy? They're going to come in angry too. If yeah. I come in depressed, I don't know how they're going to match that energy, but it's possible. It's not going to be good. Yeah. What do you think? Doing a lot of thinking over there. I, I am. And it's because 
there's something I think within our nature that's truly, truly different that we just mm. can't put into words. So like our worldviews as men don't just come out of nowhere. It doesn't, it also doesn't just come with experience. It's built into us. So we say, leave me alone. I don't feel like speaking right now. Mm-hmm. I can see how on, if this was a movie, right? And I was watching myself say that, how that can be very offensive to someone, especially someone you love, right? But at the same time, it's more of a protection from yourself, for yourself and for them, because you want to keep them, right? But in order for me to do that, I need to think alone because that's the only way I'll vi- A true man knows how to vibe with himself. Mm-hmm. Right. And you need that in order to survive and be like the actual performer that you need to be in this world. Right. So we don't complain about many things, but we do complain about many things to ourselves. Right. So that's why we we stem from a darker place, I believe. I believe men actually come from a darker place and they don't have the required support system. So we rely on ourselves. We grow our physical, our mind, our everything. Right. Think of any wise person in the world, men dominate, Mm. right? If you pick up a book, like think of any philosopher, why are they all men? It's just, they, they see things and they can actually do math to strategize a certain way of life for it. Do you think that it's possible that in the past, the reason why they were all men is because women were not given a chance to speak? Um, I believe they were given a, sp- a chance to speak, actually, because there were many women that were writing books. There are many women that are referred to till this day. And uh, for the most part, women were best at keeping secrets, mm-hmm. right? So secrets, with secrets come truth because it's faulted. If it's being passed around, it's no longer trusted. And we know this because of hadith and all that stuff, right? Mm-hmm. We, we're trained on that. So it's like, I've always admitted that, yes, I mean, women were always like they had value within their knowledge. They're not smarter than men for a reason, right? They can pick up, for example, we could both take the same class. Most chances, the woman's gonna do better than me. Hmm. It's just the way it is. And I don't complain about it. Mm -hmm. I just see it as fascinating and there has to be a reason for it. That's all it is, right? Mm -hmm. So like the complaining, when we hear it, we're just like, "Ah, we're really going along with this because we really think you're cute right now. Like, this is nothing. <laughs> you know what I mean? This is absolutely nothing because to most men, at least the most men that I know, they actually had to, like, blast through the concrete from the hole that they caved in. You know what I mean? Like, it's just, they absolutely had a shitty life. Mm. Excuse my language. I'm so sorry. but No, you're yeah. good. This is your podcast. I think the the balance component is huge. Like, in the same way, I agree. No, nobody, I don't, I don't think any man likes to hear their woman complain if it's like in an angry fashion, but. But you understand. I understand it, absolutely. You understand it, because you go along I, with it because you go, oh my God, you're so cute. But then. If I would I, love to be your rock. But dude, if I trace it back, because I'm with a good woman, a fantastic one. If I trace it back to any time she complains, it's because my delivery was wrong. Like if I say, leave me alone, I don't want to talk right now. That's a very. defensive posture that's something i had to work on in the past was you leave out the why as a man you always leave out the why you're just like i'm going out Mm. not where why with who nothing like it's just like i feel like i can control things but at the same time that's wrong that's where i think that's wrong because it's just then why are you speaking about communication if you're not going full force at communication right you could be Mm -hmm. like 
I don't feel like speaking, but it has nothing to do with you, and this is why I'm going through this rough patch. I think I need a moment to think. It may take one to two hours, possibly a day. But I'll be back, and I love you. I'll ask you for support later. Peace. Yeah, mm-hmm. I think That's... it really depends on on the woman as well. Honestly, it really depends on her inner work and how she's receiving the information from you. Because if she has a pretty good, solid foundation within herself, and I'm a very big believer in having faith in God, which you guys know that, and I'm one of those, if I'm put in a situation like that, I go telephone God and I said, hey, what would you like me to do in this situation? Because I cannot just depend on my own human emotions. And I think for, with the complaining part, it really depends on the complaining. Is the complaining about you or is it a complaint that is externally of you guys? Would you like an example? Absolutely. What is something recent? Uh... Damn, dude, I thought you had an example right now. No, no, no. I mean, so many things happen all the time that you just like, you should have an example. But let's just say. Mm. Like, I get it. Complaining uh, yeah. is complaining. Li- it's annoying. Th- the line at Starbucks is so long. I'm probably going to be late for work. Oh, my God. Why did I even come? Uh. Blah, blah, blah. Okay. I made it to work, but this girl is this, this, and that. And it's just, mm. it has, uh, let me see. The complaining has a very soap opera type of undertone. And you're like, um, I don't want to call this delusional, but it's like, uh, what is there to complain about here? Because as far as I see, you just made the wrong decision. Just sit with it. You know what I mean? If we yeah. take it differently. Like, see how I translated that? Yeah. But is it, isn't that a masculine way of approaching life? Because we're men, of course. Like, for us, it's about, okay, we have problem. Where's a solution? Implement solution. But for women, it's more of, I think it's like, they're not focused on the problem and solving it. They're focused on just riding the wave of whatever comes. Mm -hmm. Like riding the wave of the problem. I think it really depends again on the woman because- It it does. I have to say, I was raised around three boys. So I think when I was, not I think, I know. When I was younger, (laughs) I was actually more of a tomboy believe it or not. And I was more in the masculine energy and it's something that I was raised around. So I believe it's actually helped me at some point in my journey to realize that complaining to me is annoying and drama to me is annoying. So it's like, even when my mother comes around and she's saying little things here and there, and I literally stop her and I say, we're not doing that today (laughs) because I I have like zero tolerance for this stuff. So I'm on your guys' side when it comes to the complaining, because even myself as a woman who's done the work and knows the difference between masculine energy and feminine energy, I'm not a fan. I'm not a fan. There are times where we need to vent. And I think venting is very different than complaining. There are those moments. And what I've adopted in my life is my brother, he's like my best friend and I'll call him up and I'll say, Hey, to Ken, you have the capacity to talk right now. Look at how beautiful that is. The art of communication. Do you have the capacity to talk right now? And then I'm able to know if he can hold the space for me in the moments that I just need to vent and I need to get things out. And he grounds me very well where he's like, okay, you're overthinking this. I need you to get back on this, blah, blah, blah. blah. And we go through the process together. And there's times where he's like, no, dude, I'm about to leave work. I don't want to think about this. I want to go out. I want to have a good time with my friends. And I'm instantly like, okay, I understand. Thank you. I appreciate it. I love you. And he goes, no problem. I'll give you a call later. Yeah. Mm. But here's Very the thing. simple. It doesn't mean we, we don't like it. I think we 
as men, just work really accurately on time and place, you know? Mm -hmm. So for us, right, if I'm open up shop and I'm working today and all this stuff and I'm just getting like complaints and I'm like, dude, I can be complaining. Actually, I have the right to complain because someone broke into the store. Uh, we had to like fish out a freaking homeless guy. The freaking government had to come in and do a check. Like we're doing all kinds of things, right? Mm. Generally, like this is at least in my experience. And then you see that you're like, that is so far off my radar that I'm just like, I don't care, <laughs> but I have to care. But here's the thing. I don't think we should mistake that for like, that's not necessary. We need that to feel like the hero mm -hmm. at the end of the day. But if it's perfectly timed, it's appreciated because at the end of the day, you're a woman. Like we want to fix the ceiling or break. Totally. The, totally. You know what I mean? We want to be the rock. Exactly. But do you think complaining is the right way? I still feel like that's not the right word. I, I feel I don't know. that it's, 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 it's more of asking for support, asking for help in those times where a woman feels overwhelmed and she needs the man to come in and ground her. There's nothing wrong with that. But I, for me personally, the complaining thing, I'm, I'm just not a fan of, man. Yeah. I think just communication it. takes place on a spectrum. You feel like it's just excess talk. It's a waste of it's energy. It's just drama. Yeah, it's a waste of energy. Yeah. Like, why, do, why are we talking 10 minutes about this Starbucks line? <laughs> you get me? Yeah. 100%. But yeah, that, that was my question. Um, I have another one. Um, this is a little bit of a tangent. Why is it, and we have to be very clear when talking about men and women in general, we're making generalities. Why is it that in general, a lot of women in Western culture think they're a 10? I, let me reword that. <laughs> no, no, no. It's, it's a genuine question no, no, because a 10 but like, assumes that you are perfect. I'm going to assume that some listeners might take offense to that. So I'm just going to be like. Listen, in a world where we are filled with people, right? I'm just going to say generally as men, this is how we act, right? If we have men and you can rate them from one through 10, everyone will agree to their scoring. They'll be like, yeah, I'm, I'm, a, I'm a two. I'll admit it. You know what I mean? And for the most part, throughout their life, they'll try to own it. Mm. <laughs> I, I get it. You get me? The, it's the, it's the less days about of the Sephora number. and Ulta and everybody having their brand. It's just turning into like everybody that pulls on, puts on eyelashes, puts on a little bit of makeup that matches their skin and then contours the crap out of whatever. I don't know. Wow, you know I've, the words. I mean, I know <laughs> some words. It's a little sus. Wow. Not, not sus. It just means. <laughs> what, We're anyway. not judging you, say. Yeah. It means you have a mother. All right. Relax. <laughs> I talk to my mom a lot. Uh -huh. But anyway, anyway. Um, it turns into like, if they, it, generally, if you were to ask them, like, what do you rate yourself? A 10. I'm a 10. Oh my God. I'm a 10. I'm a nine. Mm. I'm a, it's never, it's why more does that bother you guys? Time it's out. just, it doesn't why does bother, that bother? Yeah. Because. So I know how to answer the question. Because it's what not a reflection of reality. I mm. like, I don't walk around saying I'm a 10. I have a lot of stuff I need to work on. Um, I, I would like to think that I have high self-esteem and that I have confidence in myself due to certain things, but I am by no means a 10 and it's less about the number and it's more about the mentality behind it because I shoot for perfection. I know I will never achieve perfection, but I'm trying to get as close to it mm -hmm. as possible. Mm -hmm. And to see other people, regardless men or women, to see other people say that they are a 10, that they are just the, you know, the perfect image of humanity 
even if they're obese, even if they're struggling with certain things or if they're in broken relationships and not willing to admit it, that's a problem in my mind. Mm. Mm. Beautiful question. Okay. So I think the reason why people have a problem with a woman saying that she's a 10 is because it's coming out of ego and it's coming out of cockiness and it's coming out of like, this is who I am. And if you don't like it, then you can turn around and leave. And I've seen this stuff on TikTok, right? We see with these yeah. different types of interviews of like, how would you rate yourself? One to 10. And she'd just be like, oh, I'm a 10, blah, blah, blah. But I think it's the energy behind her stipulating why she feels she is a 10. And it's because she wants to almost shit on everybody else. That in my mind is not correct. And I don't really care about the number either. I think that if a woman were to show up as herself and to <clears throat> just be in this type of energy of her being confident in herself, her knowing her worth, her having standards, but also having humility and being grounded and having grace. It's a different type of, I don't even think that woman would say she's a 10. She would say what you said, Zaid. She'd say probably a six, a seven, and I'm continuing working on myself. I don't think that I'm perfect because we were not born to be perfect. God is perfect. Mm -hmm. The divine is perfect. Source is perfect. And we are created in that image to reach that. Will we ever reach that? I personally do not know. Yeah. It's but like, I, I think that it's such a valid question to ask because it comes down to what that woman thinks of herself, but it's not in a way where she is a good representation to other women. That's the interesting thing, grace. I only associate that with women and feminine qualities. Mm. I, I feel like men, men have more leeway to be reckless. But women, I think, one of the top priorities should be grace mm -hmm. because it's just I don't I don't associate Humility, a masculine bro. virtue with grace. I don't like, know. Think about that. That's what wrong. I think about all the time. Because if like if suddenly everybody's at ten, then then what is Brad Pitt? You know what is <laughs> what is? <laughs> we don't have a scale of fifty. You know what I mean? But yes, you're right. <laughs> it, it, that's the thing, and it, it, it even comes down to, like, my, one of my favorite comedians, Louis C.K., I know he's done some bad stuff, but, like, <clears throat> he's, it doesn't mean he's not funny. And, in fact, I believe comedians are one of the smartest people in the world, right? The way their brain operates is just crazy. But, anyway, the word amazing, we use it so lightly to anything, right? So, it's <laughs> like, he was saying he was sitting at KFC, two people were eating chicken behind him. And they're like, oh my god, this drumstick is amazing. And, and then he looked back and he was like, really? Amazing. That drumstick's amazing. So if Jesus came down right now, what would we call that? Because we used amazing on a piece of chicken, right? So the downplay of words, it's like we don't use them for their true value. That's, that's, that's a great point. people don't really feel what they say. Yeah, so the problem is with people. I don't think the problem is with women. And of course not. Yeah, it's just, a, it's just one aspect of... It's one manifestation of how of this culture. That's... Yeah, it's it's listen. This country, as far as I know it, it's kind of like it's built around a wardrobe. It's built around your aesthetic. It's built around like, like all that stuff, right? So why not accessorize? And that's what I call that stuff. Mm, it's just accessories. I, like I get it. They can boost you, and that's great, you know. But if you're doing that every day, what are you doing on your wedding? Like, what is you get me? Mm -hmm. What's but left? So are, are we talking about <laughs> physical appearance of like physical appearance, and contouring also, and all yeah, that stuff? I did want to say Everything this about really. physical appearance okay. is okay. that it shows me how dumb you are in a gen general sense, because 
if that's what matters, right? If you immediately tell me, oh yeah, I'm a 10. It's like, you actually sat there and thought about, yo, how can I actually like deceive these men? And no, it's just, no. we know that they fall for looks because men are attracted to women, right? That's the natural thing. Mm -hmm. Any person in the world, the first desire you'll ever fall into is sexual desire. Mm -hmm. Any person in the world. Well, there's science based off of that. Absolutely. Yeah. So like, think about it. That's, that's weak, dude. That's a cheap shot. Like if you're wearing booty shorts and your ass is hanging out and we got to see nips all day and all this stuff. <laughs> No, I'm, I'm, I'm being absolutely I'm hearing you, serious. dude. I'm just laughing. You know what I mean? It's just, and then we call it culture. And then guess what? We have other cultures like rape and cereal. We call and it fucking, freedom. Well, and, and, it. and it's just, it's all messed up in a sense because <clears throat> it, it stems from a cheap place. That's all it is. Humility is gone based off of just absolute neurons being shot. Literally. We're just so desensitized to many things these days that that's exactly what's messing everything up hmm. Hmm. well i want to i want to go back quickly to what zaid was saying about why you guys feel grace is needed for a woman and it's because as a feminine woman grace is what makes her in her femininity so when you guys are in your masculine in order for you to have this magnetic connection she also has to be in her feminine energy which then that comes together. So that makes sense. And I think that a lot of women in this society want to be like the entrepreneur. They want to be doing all of these like a top leader stuff, which is like, you know, those things I work on, but I didn't lose my femininity, femininity in this whole process. And a lot of women are heading on this route of like, they want to be the ones that are like the breadwinners or whatever in the relationship. And then they start complaining that they attract men that are more feminine. And they want to be like a stay-at-home dad. Not saying there's anything wrong with that. There's nothing. But there's something wrong with the woman then pointing fingers at him. But it's like you're vibra vibrating on an energy of like, I'm the man. I'm the leader. I'm going to take care of everything. And then you're going to attract the opposite because that's what's going to be able to balance you. So in order for you to attract a man that is in his masculine energy, divine masculine energy, he's very aware of himself, aware of his energy, aware of what his vision and his purpose is in his life, he's in his own energy state where you have to be in yours in order for this to actually accumulate beautifully for you guys to have a beautiful bond. But I don't know if it's just me, but I have noticed in this generation, a lot of women are starting to become more masculine. Do you guys um, agree? Yeah, I do. Absolutely. And I actually, do you remember PE in high school? Yes, I do. Remember how everyone was dressed? Mm-hmm. Can't see people's thighs. You can't see people's mm -mm. feet. Baggy. Yep. What did we focus on? Damn it, dude. He beat me 13 minutes on that mile. <laughs> Are you kidding me? No, That's no. A good point. You know what I mean? That was the stuff that mattered. Nowadays, I walk into the gym, masculine energy gone. There's no masculine energy. I'm staring at ass everywhere. And there's mirrors to reflect that ass. Mm. So, you, so you're like, where do I, you know, we need AirPods for our eyes at this point. <laughs> and, right. <laughs> I'm sorry, but that goes down on you. If you no, can't control does. yourself, I'm sorry, but you got to no, figure no. yourself out. No, no, but here's the thing. Ooh. Here's the thing huh. that nobody talks about, okay? Yeah, I'm Is that when you're, if you drink a lot of water, you'll end up dying. If you drink True. enough water to the point where you die, you will die, right? Mm -hmm. If you look at it enough, you will succumb to it, which mm -hmm. is why I'm saying the environment will always matter because as a human, yes. you have senses. You got vision, you got sight. So you got sight, you got hearing, 
you got taste, you got smell, you got everything, right? Mm -hmm. We can't just neglect one of them. Vision is a thing, right? So it's how you portray yourself. If everybody at the gym is portraying themselves in cleavage, right? These actual ass-improving pants, they are actually labeled that way. Wait, I actually have a question for you. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, this question just came up, but I've always been very sure. curious. So can you tell a difference between a woman who maybe is wearing revealing clothes, but she is wearing it in a way where it's classy versus somebody who's not? Yeah. Can you 100%. tell is there a difference between or do you just still group them as like, nope, this is very mm -hmm. trashy and no? There's okay. a big Talk difference. to me about this. Talk to me about this. I want to know. And I'm sure other ladies want to know too. It's I'm sure it's something you can articulate, but for me, it's just something you know. Mm -hmm. It's like, what's an example? Like, you know when it's humid and when it's just like... Body language, bro. I don't know. Body language. Uh, choice of clothing. So there are many things that are revealing these days, right? Mm -hmm. But choice of clothing really matters. It really goes a long way. Um, and it's also how you choose your space. So energy in that space is felt. You can right. see it. It's how she's interacting. Um, it's her ways. You can it's just see it. It's the way she carries herself. Yeah, it's That's the way saying. you carry yourself. It's kind of like the, the expression you're given off, the whatever it is, your body language plus your facial expressions plus what you're doing plus your space equals this. Hmm. That's how it's looked at. There isn't really a proper explanation because there's no, you could just see it, you know, you could just. It's, I think it's more of a feeling. I think it's an intuitive feeling that you feel within yourself that if two women wore the same exact outfit and it was pretty revealing, one was walking with this sense of dignity and grace and um, of worthiness and the other is just kind of walking and she's just swaying her butt from one end to another and it's just like laughing and just kind of like loopy loosey-goosey type of thing it's what you're saying it's yes it's a visual thing but it's also a feeling that you can feel off of what that woman is vibrating yeah. on well if you know a man well enough you know that they're visual creatures mm -hmm. there's a reason why and look us up in all studies so far that i've looked at the man during sex prioritizes a visual view Mm. of what's going on can you believe that no that's, I did that's not why that. that's why the woman tends to close her eyes mm. that makes sense i think it, like, it helps with stimulation therefore that's exactly what that means so yeah. what is that doing if you show us things we only have so much discipline and self-control mm. we us good men we will discipline ourselves this is why we lower our gaze right in our at least in our religion my culture, religion yeah. mm -hmm. in culture is that you respect the woman, no matter what she is, what she's doing, what she's wearing, doesn't matter, right? Same thing. You look at them once, you have one look. That's it. It's kind of just like, and treat everyone the same as a, as a person. It's not man and woman. Oh, I'm going to go talk to this dude. No, I'm going to go talk to this woman. No, I'm talking to this person. Mm -hmm. And if we can see that, that's balanced. That's kind of like, that's truly what gets you away from being like, I'm going to sexualize these people today yeah. because they're wearing this. They are wearing sexual things that I would like to see, sure, but like, not. It, this is a place of gym. Like, like I said, the PE story. Our focus was the mile. It was not going to the girls' locker room until you know maybe a certain age. Some men would do it. I get it. You know, we've seen that in like modern movies, comedies, things like that. It's like the whole girls' locker room theory. Ah, we're all sexual men. 
we are, but there's this thing called discipline. And a, as a disciplined person, you usually don't want visual stimulation throughout the day. That's all yes. it is. And it's a place of masculinity. It kind of has been. Like when I think of the gym, I think of Arnold Schwarzenegger. Mm -hmm. I don't think of Aubrey, blah, blah, blah. You know, like it's it, just, it's just it, it is what it is. And yeah. I think that exercise needs to be looked at more of like a healthy style more than like a clubby Friday night lifestyle. Like I'm here to fix up my body for the Friday night. You know what I mean? Yeah. Different goals. I you. But I mean, again, we're all human. We all. I think allowed. we all go through phases. Yeah. I will tell you that. When I was younger, my mentality on clothes is very different than it is now. And being Arab in a Muslim family, born and raised in America, lives in one of the widest communities was a very tough thing for me when I was younger, especially in high school. And I wanted to match all these other girls because I didn't want to be looked at as like ugly or not good enough because all these other girls were dressed the way that they were. And I'm like, okay, well, I could do the same thing, you know? And, and when I started to get older, I, you know, now I look back at a lot of pictures of these women and it's crazy because they did not really take care of themselves. They did not. And I made it a priority in my life to take care of the mind, body, and spirit. And I started to realize that the way a woman portrays herself in the world does make a difference you know and the way that we do dress does make a difference so it's nice you could still be dressed in a very elegant classy way without having to show off all of your stuff but that's because i now understand how sacred a woman body is and it's not meant for everybody to look at it's not meant for everybody to touch but that took me a lot of time to learn you know, and, and sometimes a lot of women don't really get to learn those things and some women make it a priority in their lives. So I think that it can go both ways. And I think that the women that are wearing super revealing clothes and are out there, they are mirroring something that is not themselves. Everything mm. in society from social media to music to all this media stuff is literally brainwashing men and women to achieve a certain look that is not even what that celebrity wants to look like. Like all of these celebrities are puppets. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. The majority of them, we see them, they're dying, they have depression, they have anxiety, they're committing suicide and doing all this stuff because they are puppets and they are told how they're supposed to act, how they're supposed to dress, how they're supposed to sing. They're not able to be themselves anymore because society wants us to be brainwashed that this is the look in order for you to feel good and to look good. And when you disconnect yourself from those things and you come back to your own truth as a man and as a woman, you'll understand that the way you show up in this world is very important. Mm -hmm. It's the difference between trashy and tasteful in my mind. Yeah. Totally. I mean, you know what the saddest thing I see today is? Mm. is the uh, modern day marriages where they have kids mm. and the two adults don't act like adults. Mm. They do in some ways, but their language is vulgar. They talk about like sexual things blatantly. You know what I mean? They just, they do things that are just once upon a time was never the norm. You know, like a parent was like more of a hero, something that you would write a story about. Now it's just like, he's one of us, <laughs> he has a TikTok too. And he's just like, he's, he's hanging out with a much younger generation. And it's, it's not really what it used to be, which is we seek being older, you know, like 
I want to see cool things. There's none of that anymore. And it's like, I think it's sad because the kids think that's normal, mm-hmm. you know, to be like, yeah, I'm going to pull out my gray sweatpants today. We all know that what the hell that means. <laughs> You're laughing. See, I can say that to literally anybody of any yeah. age group and they would almost know that. And it's just mm-hmm. like, why do we know this? You know, I didn't know that. And I, I'm surprised today because you can talk to, I swear to God, a nine-year-old, you can ask them some sexual questions and they'll know. Oh yeah. They'll know. Yeah, for sure. And you're That's like, why I'm building a school. I at nine was just like, how do I insert the CD into this computer? <laughs> you know I mean? I'm not inserting other things. How do I breathe? <laughs> what? It's just, it's so backwards to me. And I, and I feel like, uh, there's some days where I lose hope and don't do that. And then don't there's other, that. I know, I know, but hear me out. It's, it's always that as a man, you have to go down to find yourself mm-hmm. back up. So that's where wisdom comes from. You build it up. And you, once you're out of there, you're like, damn, I had a totally different mindset on that. But after pondering on it and actually feeling it out, I now have a reason why. In solution sense you have to lose yourself to find yourself bingo yeah do you have questions for us i'm curious i mean th- this whole podcast has been about you guys it's up to you do you want me to ask questions or you guys yeah. want to did you write any questions me? dude i have a whole list yeah go ahead ask us let's see where we want to start okay if a woman compliments a man does that indicate to the man that she's interested in him <laughs> men are cute if you get a compliment as a man you'll take it You'll take it to heart. Like, you'd be like, dude, I will never forget this. Mm. Does that show, though, if a woman approaches a man in that way? Like, what if I just liked some guy's tie and I decided I wanted to compliment him, but I'm not feeling any type of attraction? It's just a compliment. Because women do that for each other Mm. all the time. Yeah. So if a woman does that to a man, does the man automatically think, oh, she's into me? Always. Always. For usually, yeah, I would say 100%. No, not 100%. 98% of the time, yes. There's other times where like the tone really shows that it's not that. So Okay, what's that tone sound like? Well, first of all, it could be like a, a Macy's employee, really. You know? Like are you gonna really <laughs> think she's into you? Yeah. Right? Please try my perfume. Hmm. Like that that doesn't happen. I mean, it does. You'll get complimented by someone that's like a worker. You're not gonna be like, no, it's just Chick-fil-A, dude. Come on. <laughs> that kinda sucks. Why does it suck? Because it's like, why can't a woman just openly compliment a man just out of a genuine energy? Like, why does it that the man automatically thinks that the girl is into him? Well, I'm, it depends on the environment and the context. Yeah, I don't, I don't necessarily. This is, why don't we take it back instead of 98%? Let's just say it's 50-50. Okay. I would say a hundred percent if you're because, if you're in an area that yeah. like is built for yeah. man At, attracting woman, you know all that. Every stuff. man would like for that to be the reality, you know. Mm. They they would like for them to be like, oh yeah, I'm I'm wanted, right? Because women get that all the time, mm-hmm. you know. Like if we were to open up DM lists, oh way bro, more than women that. would just kill us, right? Yeah. Mm. <clears throat> So I can see how, like, in our minds, you know, we would prefer that. We'd be like, yes, we'd like to take that energy because it feeds us. We don't get fed that often. So when it feeds us, this can actually boost us for the next couple of months. It really would wow. for a lot of guys. I swear yeah. to God. That's why One I'm saying. One compliment so imagine equals 
feeding the only, a man. The only thing I'm envious of women is, is the amount of attention they get. The reason you know, why? Yeah. Because they have months loaded within them. Dude, that's how I think of it. <laughs> I'm so happy to be a woman in this lifetime. I do have to say that. I think, I don't want to say it's easier, but I think that it's a smoother process in, in certain places. So I will tell you guys a story that I even thought was kind of messed up. I'm at the gym and the guy that uh, works in the front desk, you know, he's saying bye to all these people. This girl is right in front of me and, you know, she is a little bit bigger and she is just like, you can tell the way she's walking. She doesn't really have that much self-confidence within her. So I was like, oh my, like I was just seeing the beauty within her and I was just like, you know, thinking about her and all this stuff and she's right in front of me. So she's about, you know, she's leaving. The guy up front doesn't even say bye to her. Have a good day. Have a wonderful day. Thank you for coming in. Nothing. I walk right after her. Have a good day, ma'am. Thank you for coming in and blah, blah, blah. And even as a woman, I was like, that's messed up. Like this stuff really does happen to other women where, and maybe it's not just a man thing. Maybe other women do that to other women too. I really don't know. I've never, I've never experienced it, to be honest. I've been very grateful because I've seen support on both sides, but that's also because I support both sides. Mm-hmm. Like I'm very open with complimenting men. So that's why I was very surprised at your guys' answer of like, oh yeah, she's totally into me. And I'm like, damn. Yeah, no. I didn't think of it that way. Here's the thing. An educated, experienced man would always know the difference. This is what I truly believe. Because Mm. I've complimented I've like complimented a woman before based off of just and then I thought about it later, right? And I'm like, could she have taken it the wrong way? (laughs) Maybe. But like I didn't really mean it with that intention. I'm just Yeah charismatic talkative whatever i'm out and about so i like to be kind of just like enjoying my time you know what i mean Mm. um so i don't know it's just it's not weird i think we just need to be educated more on perception Mm. you know because there's there isn't that fifth grade teacher anymore that's going to be like oh you got to include everybody children you know sharing (laughs) is caring because those things are are the, the root of it you get me I don't feel like uh, a lot of this gener- generation, the new ones, are getting much of that. Mm. You know, that Mr. Rogers mentality, the neighborhood, you know. Oh, dude, we got to care about people to a certain point. You know, if someone screws you over, there are, there are measures to do this. There is ways to get educated on this, right, on what to do. And this will greatly help you in your strategy of life. And I'll tell you, like, tomorrow, you were, were, you were genuinely shocked that we said – what did we say? Um, that one compliment from a woman to a the right man will will carry on for months. Yes. That same compliment for a lot of guys out there can prevent them from committing suicide. Mm-hmm. Straight up. Mm-hmm. Wow. Straight up. Mm-hmm. Men. Be open to compliment, getting compliments for women. Women start complimenting men. If we're saving a life out here. One hundred percent. But do it out of like genuine intention. Don't just do it. Just yeah. To do it. Yeah. Like wow. that's real. That's that's absolutely real, and you know I I think that's also that also plays a part when it comes to certain men get, getting in relationships with women that they would never think of themselves as like worthy to be with. Mm-hmm. Like they can they can completely transform their lives. But you know at the end of the day I think words go a long way, especially for people who don't receive enough um, love or affirmation, and I think that's that's huge. Yeah, I mean, you gotta always assume, you, you have to look at things like in the freeway, uh, like aerial view kind of way. It's a traffic, mm. it's a load of traffic, right? Look around every individual car. 
what is everyone going through? You know, you don't know the story of anybody. Some people are foster, like from foster homes. Some people are literally just lost their family last week. Some people just have one parent. Some people have a loving family. So it's like, it goes beyond just men and women. It's, it's literally humans, right? Mm. We gotta kind of bring that back to where it's just like, we ask about each other. We include one another, right? If we're all playing a game, there's a guy sitting on the side do your best to make him join like almost force him and i think most because he doesn't know he's being helped right now that's how i look at it right and if we neglect that then it's just like you got a lot of work to do because i don't even want to know what your self-awareness looks like if that's the case yeah well in other words what you're really saying is be of service whenever you can be of service be the light because you're right you don't really know what people are going through and I think about those things all the time. And that's why I'm very open with, and I used to not be, again, because our culture has told women, do not talk to men this way, do not be like open. And, you know, up to a certain extent, I agree. I think you should be very smart and intuitive with who you surround yourself with. But we, us women, we don't need to protect ourselves to the point where we are only around women all the time, because how are you going to learn about men and how their mind works and, and co-create if you're always exuding them out of out of everything like that it just doesn't work for me and i think that me having brothers has helped a lot i will tell you that yeah. but also being a single girl in that family was very tough too mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah i can i can only imagine because it's just a different type of energy yeah. um okay let me see what oh. else i have for you guys well i wanted to say something real quick hmm. I think uh, I think women need to hear this. Okay. But assess your man, and if your man is a true man, listen to him. Not I don't mean listen to like what he tells you, like do this, do that. I'm saying listen to the things he's actually saying, because a lot of real world advice will save you from a lot of crap. And the whole complaining thing I was talking about was we talk through these things all the time. And then you tell me you understand and you, and you communicate that you understand. And then yet you do the same thing again. As men, we're used to fixing that problem so we never do it again. Mm. But seemingly, it seems like they just keep, and you're like, listen to me. Because you need this intuition. I am telling you how to navigate your radar, right? There's a reason why I tell you don't go on 6th and 8th Street past 8 p.m. It's not because it's night. It's because of sixth and eighth street do you know this no you don't i know listen to me like don't repeat mistakes you know what i mean and it that's just a very simple example but there are key elements to navigating in this world and i think women have a tendency a high percentage actually to screw it up Mm. that's just how i see it um again that's why i say assess your man because if he needs to have the required skills, I believe, and the, the required knowledge and street experience to really know what's going on for him to, you know, solidify her. Because, again, she's a part of him. He's a part of her. So it's like we both need each other. And if you're going to screw something up sooner, I don't want that to happen, you know. And it comes from a place of care. Again, <clears throat> everything is to tug back on you. It feels like women we're on a rope and it's tied to my waist and I am a rock and she keeps venturing off. And I just, I'm not even pulling. It's just, she's pulling so hard. She keeps getting pulled back. 
And when I want to, I will pull in and tell you, listen to me. And she go on and over time starts to get tight again. Hmm. That's how I see it. If, if I can visually explain it, that's how I see it. Yeah, I, I'm understanding. I'm picking up what you're putting down. I think the way I would respond back to you is that is a message for specific women who have not yet dipped into their own essence and figured themselves out yet. Mm -hmm. I think that there's a, like I hear what you're saying, but I also, the other side of it is not all women act that way and not all women mess things up. And I think that this goes down to being human in general is seeing the other person the way that you see yourself. And if you are with a partner that constantly is making you feel like you have to continue repeating this lesson as if you're her father, there's a problem because mm -hmm. you are no longer a partner. You're now playing a father figure. Yeah. Yeah. But it's also like you need a little bit of father figure, right? Mm. There's, a, there's a reason why I said I think over it's, time. I think it's a protection thing. I yeah, think yeah. that, yes, there, as, a, as a father figure, our fathers are well, there to protect us. Here's the thing. If I mm -hmm. go to your father, like let's just say I'm going to uh, my fiance's father's house and I'm like, listen, I want your blessing and all this stuff. You best believe I'm going to be like, listen, the protection you gave her is in my hands now. Mm. Well, you don't right. even need to say it. That's just that's more yeah, of an exactly. So damn right, thing. I'm gonna be a father figure, right? I yo, you want kids? Well, I'm gonna be the best damn father figure, and you best believe that that we're gonna be building something, right? Now, in most cases, in most cases around the world, the man is working and the woman is at home, correct? Mm -hmm. And it works out beautifully, all the time. I I don't see anything wrong with it, and. Um, the father figure part, I, I do understand that because there's, there's going to be limits and balances to everything. Mm. Right. But what I really meant by listen to him is don't like, that's why I said, it's not listen to like, do this, do that. Listen to what he's trying to communicate because sometimes there are deeper words that are just, you know, skimmed past. And as a man, you would feel like, oh, I think that went across. But based off her actions over a year or two, you're like, uh-oh, it never went across. Or maybe it did, but I don't know, you know? Yeah, but almost always if her actions are not a reflection of what you, you know, want to communicate, know, then you're like not a worthy man time, to respect. Look, a valuable man has a lot of valuable assets, correct? Like, you're going to have some things in your life that are just like, damn, I've built this, I've worked hard on this, and all this stuff. The last thing you want to see is your wife let you down. Mm. That's I think that's what it is, right? And I'm not saying that a wife is an asset, but it's just like, as a man, his suitcase, his briefcase that he calls life means everything to him, right? And the woman is included because it's just, it's a part of my history. And it's just like, what did I build in this world before I die? And if I died alone without a woman, that's a problem. But it's also like, if my woman let me down, that's worse problem. Mm. You get me? So I feel mm. like it's it all stems from like, Fear. It also depends on like what kind of experience you've had. You, may, you know, this, this, all this advice may mean nothing to someone. You know what I mean? But generally speaking, I think this is good conversation to have because it's just, uh, it's it's open mic. You know, hundred percent. I think that um, 
you know, there's a lot of things where we both agree on, well, the three of us, and then there's a lot of things where we see different perception, perceptions and that's normal. Mm -hmm. For us to always agree on something, then that's actually not very healthy. Yeah, we need because civil discourse. Exactly, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. 100%. So, you know, I hear you. I understand where you're coming from. You know, I definitely feel that I have some different perspectives on things like this. Um, but I, you spoke a lot about men's biggest fears. And I want to kind of go a little bit deeper into that. Mm -hmm. What are what are your guys's fears from a male perspective in a relationship? Like you're not even married yet. Let's just say in a romantic partnership. What is the the worst thing that can happen? And you don't have to give me a list of ten things. Lack of respect. That's all. Anything mm. and everything comes down to. Yeah. If she doesn't respect you, there is no relationship. Period. How do you know she doesn't respect you? There will be telltale signs. She won't listen to you. She'll nag you. She will lie. Yeah, she'll lie. She'll go out of her way to, um, you know, go on more girlfriend trips than you would you would like to see. You know, s stuff like that. I mean, I, I think it's pretty obvious to somebody who's been around um, and who has experience. But or any yeah. any other fear is just a symptom of the root cause, which is lack of respect. Mm. What about you, Saeed? Uh, hmm. Biggest fear as a man. Not too quite sure, to be honest. And while because, you. Because, I mean, like, yeah, lack of respect is one of them, but it's like. I feel like not continuing um, having a family, you know, breeding, mm. Mm. you know, or if you breed a family that, I don't know. Just I think the word breeding is so weird. I'm yeah, sorry. It <laughs> <laughs> but it's just Go like, on. you know, having a family that ends up actually destroying your life mm. because there's, there's a lot of, unanswered in the unknown right because it's unknown so things are always fun and games until it gets serious right until you're living it and i don't know i think the fear is pressing play like when is it going to happen i think it's so interesting because i expected you guys to say that being cheated on would be the worst fear but it's like oh no it's not we no, can handle respect. that fairly well because yeah. cheating in my eyes look it's you're glad it happens Ooh. especially if it's not in a marriage i have a very controversial take on cheating really i think it's the man's fault 100 percent. well well i want to hear this yes and no but yes I, well. outside of the edge cases i don't see how it's not the man's fault if she if she is not getting what she needs for the most part it's the man's fault because well, she's just not bro, worthy enough. So many cheating cases. I told you the edge cases are. Yeah. We can talk about edge cases. It doesn't prove the rule. <laughs> this guy, the we the want rule to talk about cheating, bro. Next week. The rule is, <laughs> the rule is, if you're a worthy enough man, there's a 98% chance she won't cheat. And I'm mm. I'm bringing these stats out of my uh, out of my rear end, as, yes. <laughs> so to speak. But but I'm a firm believer that it, that's what it comes down to, because why would 
a woman who is healthy and has a good head on her shoulders cheat on a man who has everything together? Well, maybe she's bored. Yeah. That's, that's, that's a man's fault. Why is she bored? But maybe well, it's her. I don't know. Well, I, her. I, I get where you're coming from, but I don't think it's like 100% a man's yeah. fault. It's well, not 100% There, there are edge cases, yeah. absolutely. It's not yeah. 100%. But in most cases, I could see how it's the man's fault because he's lacking something. But usually, uh, like in most cases, you know, people that talk about cheating these days, it's usually younger. You know, like you'll hear about the occasional marriage of, of you know, cheaters, but like. I don't know. I don't even know about that, dude. Bro, but like most cases, like if I if I am sitting on Reddit and people are complaining about the relationship and they got cheated on, they're usually twenty three and under. Yeah, yeah. I mean, why is it happening in our younger generations? You think? Because we got too many options today, Hook up culture. man. Go to the cereal aisle. Tell me what cereal you want. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like way too much, and like we got pretty boys, and we got alternative pretty boys, and we got like freaking. Dark complexion, pretty boys. And we got like, oh, bro, okay, relax. There are okay. a lot of options. Why are You're we absolutely right? Genre is for music. <laughs> it's a really funny okay. way that you put that. Yeah. yeah. So like, we're optionizing everything. Oh, you don't want to buy this today? You can finance it for twenty-four months, twelve months, or eighteen months, That's depending true. on. That's so true. <laughs> That's so true. Oh, you're Me broke with, with a five hundred credit score. We've got your back with a ten thousand dollar loan with thirty percent interest. It's just like there, there's options for anything you mm. want in this life. You know, you want sex. There's options there. You, like, how do you want it to? It's like, just everything is so easy. Yeah. What kind that's of relationship thing. do you want? And it's at the bottom of your like fingertips, dude. You know, that's a great point because I saw an ad. Get it now. Pay later. People want to go about the action regardless of the consequence. And they want to and they don't want to think about the consequence until later where they'll have to pay it. Mm -hmm. mm. There's no long term play anymore tomorrow. It's mm. it's literally short term and everything is short term. And that's why I bring these things up that you might think is irrelevant, like mm. financing. Mm. But, but think of what that is, that concept. You know, if we were to break it down as a blueprint or system or formula, that formula gets applied to other places. You know what I mean? You're not worthy, but here you go anyway with these rules. That's what's happening. So it's like you are broke. We know that you are broke, which is why we designed this system for you to get it anyway and pay later. Just deal with it later, right? Mm. What is that creating? Like in a in a relationship sense, what is that creating? Short term play, bro. A hundred percent. I mean, like I'm, I'm even, done playing with it. Let even me just... when you see people, they break up. They're already in a relationship, literally the day after. Not next week. Mm -hmm. Not a month later, it's literally the day after. Just and they're hopping up on these like sites, these dating sites, and they just go on these dates. And, and I don't even understand anymore what dating is and, and any of this stuff because all of these terms have changed. You know, back in our day, dating is like you are formally with somebody. Do you remember you know? like getting a note and you're mm -hmm. like, this, this person likes you? And you're like, mm -hmm. oh, really? I thought they were going out with that person. <laughs> and, and you're like, yeah, they are, but they're willing to break up for you. And you're like, gossip right and then mm -hmm. it's all like in the background dude it's like a disney show yeah have you guys ever watched the movie called truman show oh yeah, yeah. oh yeah oh yeah that's that's how i feel like life is right now mm -hmm. it's a simulation and the people like me and you you know and hopefully like i actually want to talk to you about getting like other guests that you've spoken to mm. you know what i mean uh just other influential ideas like what's going on in their head you know mm -hmm. like on the same topics even but Again, you're right, Truman Show. That's exactly what this is. It's it's the underlying theme of this life. You just yeah. see through the past, like past that wall, and you're in the clear. 
And that's how yeah. we're thinking, really. Yeah, like I, I know earlier you're like, sometimes I lose hope and whatnot. To me, this is just a challenge to stay committed to what I'm building and attracting the right partner where we'll be building this together. And I can't control how my kids are going to be in the future. I can only lead by example. Yeah. So you like, know, so like, yeah, the perfect, I think, um, illustration for that would be a slingshot. Mm. When you lose hope, you're on the edge. You're losing hope and you're like, found it. Boom. Yeah, true. And then you have like, now you have this much progress added to your final progress. Hmm. That's what's happening. Every slingshot, you're like, you're getting more sense out of it as yeah. to what this life truly is, essentially. Because I swear to God, I think everybody knows this by now. You could be in the deepest hole you've ever been in financially, emotionally, whatever it is. Think back, think back a couple years, right? Where are you now? You're still alive. You're breathing. You ate in and out over 300 times. You're like, what actually is there to complain about? And you're like, dude, things just figured themselves out. Like I can't play on these days to be like, oh my God, I got to know everything ahead of time. I need to know what's happening next Thursday. Am I going to get the job or not? Well, Relax. again, it goes down to culture of yeah. us always working, working, working and this like but again, culture of not really regulating our nervous system and going with the flow with a vision. But again, not just like completely. Yeah, go ahead. What were you going to say? It's, see how it's like we, we don't know how to like navigate through that. Mm. What if the proper way is to let yourself go through that? Like I said, slingshot. You're going to feel like crap. Like to go through the darkness? Yes. Yeah, and then totally. when the senses come back, you feel alive. And what do you guess about uh, about life? Lately, I've been realizing that life is seasons. And every season, new things are going to happen that have never happened before. There is no way to prepare for it other than come to your senses and come mm -hmm. to terms with things. Yeah, the movie is playing. Like when you're asleep, life is still going. I don't know if you know this. You know what I mean? Like it's like... What do you Once know? Good you, things happen. These when you are don't all quit. senses. <laughs> these are all senses that you wake up with. And the only reason why I can sense that now and I'm doing a lot better is because I went through it. Yeah. And that's it. I feel like everybody needs to know tomorrow. Tell them there's nothing to worry about. <laughs> <laughs> there's nothing to worry about. All is well. Yeah. All is working out for you. <laughs> yeah, 100%. No, I, I agree with you. I think that going through our own shadow self is very important for our evolution. You cannot just always be like high vibe and happy and all that's just not realistic and it's smart to go about those things sometimes on our own to figure our own selves out and our own story and how you want your story to evolve and for me again i'm just a really big believer in working with spirit and and doing that just getting that support and when i do need to reach out to people i do yeah. you know it's just uh, this is life you got to enjoy the ups you got to enjoy the downs that's just part of this whole human life experience yet having a spirit within us knowing how to integrate them both yeah yeah and uh yeah before we end this off here i just want to say that um I, I think tomorrow you would agree on this but uh we need to support each other this morning something interesting very happened to me hmm. i was texting someone okay and uh, they were asking me like how are you how did you sleep and I was like, oh, I'm, I'm doing great. You know, I got an episode in like an hour. And, uh, and I was like, man, I just felt bad. I felt really terrible this morning. And I was like, I'm trash. Like I literally texted this person, I'm trash. I don't know why, it was just impulsive, right? Mm. And they were like, don't say that. I swear to God, if you, if you say one less 
positive affirmation about yourself, that you're going to lead yourself into lower mental health. You're better than that. Mm. And I was like, damn, like that gave me like the check of like, damn. <laughs> okay. Yeah. That changed my day. And I got support from someone that I didn't, wasn't really seeking support from. And I was like, mm, subhanAllah. so I mean, it goes a long way. I think words are misused these days. You know, we use amazing on a piece of chicken. So uh, think of that concept and I think apply it to everything and watch your words. And if you change your words in the way you talk to people and treat everybody as the same way, right? Just one person from person to person, everything would be better on this earth totally yeah, i'm 100 percent agreement with you and you guys know i always speak about how your words they're your wand so whatever you're speaking you're speaking it literally into existence and you mm -hmm. might just be like you know we've had these moments where we'll be texting like oh i'm dead or like oh i'm dying or anything like that and now to me that it hits me differently than it did when i was younger mm -hmm. because i didn't really understand the intention and the vibration and the frequency and the words that i'm using yeah. and i don't use those words anymore and it's like it's helped me and i've seen how it's elevated my life and now when i'm at home you know and i hear certain things i also have to practice not judging other people's journey so my message to you is to not judge other people's journey and do not assume and think that you know what's best for the other person the best thing you can do is show up as your true authentic self and be of grace and be of love and be of service and to as women to really compliment and and to support a man when he needs it and when he feels that he does not need that support be okay with being in the background it does not mean that you are less than it does not mean that you're forgotten it just means that there's a time and a place where you will have that authentic conversation to be able to grow together because as you guys are saying, we have to support each other and become this like one union, you know, and, and if a man's leading, it does not mean that he's better than you. There are certain skills men have that we need as women, and there are certain skills women have that men need in us as well. So just show up as yourself and figure out how to be able to cultivate a partnership where you are both being supportive and, and elevating each other in this lifetime by communicating. Yeah, I love that. It's beautiful. As Saeed would say. Y'all heard it from Tamara Kailani. Go ahead and follow her, please, everybody. <laughs> we are going to be posting everything in the description below. And if you enjoyed this episode, go ahead and write it a five-star review on Spotify and Apple Podcasts and all major streaming platforms. We're also available on YouTube at the 2AM Podcast. We got all clips on TikTok and all the other social media, so go ahead and follow us there. Anyway, guys, stay tuned for the next episode. It's probably going to be a regular thing. So, uh, yeah, till next time. Peace. Take care, everybody.